Yeah, it could be worse. Could be worse. Here we go again. Fuck me. God damn it. Oh, twice in one night. That hurts. Oh, yes. What? And don't wow. come back. Wow. I can't believe you're texting me when you're Yeah, let's start recording before the uh, internet fucks up again. I just had I just got our teaser in the first 15 seconds of this, so yeah, well, whatever. All right. Guess I'm not watching the football game. Why? Because your computer's not working, or your I guess, yeah. Oh well, at least you'll be uh, present. No, in the conversation for once. (laughs) We'll we'll talk about why I'm wanting to watch the football game once you start recording. Okay. Ready? Yep. Are you sure? Yep. Okay. In three, two, one. everybody once again to another episodes uh episodes rapper 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 boy this is gonna be a hot one tonight episode of geezers and the kid geezer and the kid old fucking young buck whatever you want to call it <laughs> we are back and yeah it's uh hopefully gonna be something that we can maybe do on a more regular basis <laughs> that's the plan uh, anyway that's the plan. Blake's talking a big fat game about the fact that he's going to do editing and releasing. And The funniest and... thing is that I talk about that like it's like this crazy, big, huge, time-consuming task. <laughs> yeah. It's not. And it's, and it, I mean, I don't know. And I'm also mostly technically inept that I don't think I could even do it. So I'm it's, glad that there's somebody else doing it. Um, it's tedious, but is, easy. Yeah, all I have to do is talk and try to make two jokes in the course of sixty minutes. <laughs> try to be fun. Try, try to be funny twice mm. in the course of fifty minutes to an hour and a half, and yeah, and uh, even that's suspect. A stretch. Good. So, yeah. <laughs> so we're back. Uh, Aaron's still uh, stealing blood diamonds and doing stuff like that or whatever. No, Who knows? Maybe his, word on maybe the street his... though is that he is back for a period of time in the next few weeks and that he may come hang out with us. We do have a couple of guests lined up for the next couple of weeks, but today you're all fucked and you're going (laughs) to two weeks in a row. Mind you, we went about a month without posting. So take what you can get. Fuck. (laughs) Well, I mean, all seven of our listeners are probably <laughs> sitting on the edge of their chairs. Right uh, I may have worked my way through not having you be my cooler anymore. Yeah. The other day, we'll I, see. I, I feel like there needs to be, I feel like there needs to be like this one time is a fluke, twice is a coincidence, three times is a trend. <laughs> a trend. That's the way I, that's the way I look <laughs> at it. So. The thing is, though, as you said it, the the other thing, too, is that you and you said it yourself was that that was your first time playing 18 holes at Kingswood with me all year. And yeah, 
I've shot 80 to 85 every single round I've played at Kingswood. So yeah, but the the seven other times no one else has been with you. So <laughs> every single time someone's been with me. <laughs> also, seven, I played way more than seven rounds this year. I know. Fuck <laughs> off. It's just, you know. Um what do you want to do? Do you want to keep going? To keep yeah, going I'd, I'd like to try. I mean, if in 20 minutes we're still fucking doing this, then we'll stop. But cool. uh, yeah, I mean, okay. just this this could result in in like we've been talking and had some funny things just now. Like, I feel like you're going to have to like double time, double hard edit. for. <laughs> yeah, because I think there's some good stuff in here. I'm and... not cutting it out. And it's going to be super choppy and weird and, and whatever. We, we can just keep going. Okay, well, let's just keep going. Okay. So, yeah. Um, we have no plan. None. Which is par for the course for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you and I hung out a little bit this, this uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, we did have a chat with uh with our friend uh our american friend nate and talked about how this is the real thanksgiving just to piss him off a little bit because he's in america um and uh yeah we we hung out this weekend a little bit we played some golf um one of us did i did well i mean i I, I played the game and i feel like i did fairly like i know like three bad holes I had four. I had four bad holes, and uh, other than that, and unfortunately, they're all consecutive. And I did really bad in <laughs> those four bad holes, and and leading up to and after those four holes, I did I did fairly well, and I was pretty happy with myself. But uh, those You're four not. holes also like made me sad because <laughs> because I just keep thinking if I would have just kept going with how I was playing before. I, I think those four holes, I was 15 over plus 15 in those four holes. Well, and and yeah. had I just played the bogey golf that I was doing prior to then, I would have knocked 10, 11 strokes off my, off my round. And I would have been at like 85 to 88. Yep. So, <laughs> so I just need to learn to play those four holes better. Just, I don't know yeah, how. but if you look at my scorecard, most of my bogeys and my only double came on those, those holes. four holes. Yeah, I know, I know. We've we've talked about the fact that those are the four hardest holes at that at that course, and and you got to take advantage of the ones prior and the ones after. And I feel like I did. I hit some good shots. Had a nice big long putt. And, yes. And uh, yeah, so it's good. I uh, I don't hate my round. It was my last round of the year. I think it was I don't mine. Know if you're here. gonna go it again. I brought my clubs in from the garage and brought them downstairs. Um, Mine are still in the car, and they probably will remain in the car all winter, even though that's probably not good for them. Yeah, I, I feel like yeah, well, I feel I like know. it's not good for the grips and, and stuff like that. I'm gonna get mine regripped anyway. Though, better. So. Yeah. Anyway, nobody wants to hear us talking about the grips on our golf clubs. <laughs> um, so. It's uh, it's football season in many ways. Yeah, we have a few things to talk about. Um, we got a few things to talk about. Um, we're in week, what are we, week five, five of the NFL. I, I, ask me why and, I know that. 
because the Eagles are five and zero. Oh, yes, sir. Going to be, you're going to be insufferable until they lose, and probably even after the fact, which so, almost happened. Um, which yesterday. almost happened. Yeah. Uh, uh, Miami lost to the Jets, which makes me sad. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> well, the Eagles so, play the Cowboys next weekend, and uh, unfortunately, that would be not. you know what? <laughs> like I, I get I get that the. The Eagles, when they're at five and zero, losing to the Cowboys is very similar to the Bombers losing to the Riders in mm-hmm. your mind, at least. Mm-hmm. But as somebody who has like no allegiance to either team, just to make you sad and upset, <laughs> I would love to see that they're, happen. <laughs> they're playing. They are playing in Philly. Yes, so they got a chance. Like I and feel Dak like Dak Prescott may be back, which yeah could be know. a good I, thing. I, I, I I don't hold out much hope that Dallas is going to be the team to break this undefeated streak. No, Arizona almost did it, and Dallas is a way better team than Arizona. Yeah, but they were in Arizona, right? True. Yeah. True, true, true. But apparently, so we, Dak Prescott yeah, go, needs to make go, go, go. significant strides to play against the Eagles. Yeah. So there's uh, we we live in Manitoba as we've discussed many times, and we are directly north of an American state called North Dakota that we've spent time in, and um, there is a small college, the North Dakota State College of Science. Wow, sounds awful. Very very small. Uh, according to this article that I'm reading, they live in the shadow of North Dakota State University. Shocker. Um, and probably just UND in general. Um, they, they recently suffered a, a particularly heartbreaking loss uh, in early September um, that apparently they, they were on the goal line, time expired just as they were about to win and or being able to take a win had they been able to. Sounds like a whatever. movie I've seen. Yeah, before. right, and and uh, it was a there was a backup defensive lineman who stepped forward, trying to uplift the team after the loss, and pep talk this team. Oh God! And talked about how you know you gotta just it's gonna be cool. Just let's put it behind us, and we're gonna keep. So he was very much a leader in in this locker room, which is very cool. And a backup, you know, like that's pretty cool too, right? It's it's very Rudy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Kind of thing. Movie. So he's a def- backup defensive lineman. Um, and this gentleman, and I use the term gentleman because he is 49 years old. Huh? Yeah, right? I know. So his name is, uh, where did that go? Ray Ruschel. Ruschel. R-U-S-C-H-E-L is the spelling of his last name. Um, Ray was for nearly two decades he was in the army and national guard uh he had been working since that point as a night shift mechanic at a north dakota sugar beet factory when he decided to enroll at the college of science uh they offer two-year programs in manufacturing skilled trades healthcare, liberal arts all sorts of good stuff it sounded good to him According to this article, he moved 
he moved on to that, studying business management, which is super cool. And uh, he realized and learned that the school had a football team uh, as, as one of its six major sports, and he was eligible to play. So he started I'm playing, right. and yeah. So, I'm reading an article on him right now. This is funny. Right? Like, it's pretty amazing that why not like and, and he, literally he, i just he, as you just said that i read a quote from him that says i decided why not <laughs> yeah like that's that's it's it's pretty slick it's very much um what was it unnecessary roughness if you remember that movie back in the day no did you ever see that no so there's a pretty funny movie for us old farts out there that uh unnecessary roughness was 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 the movie and it was just a it was it was a high-ranking texas college that got <laughs> got demoted because of whatever something something that they did that got them in shit so they had to kind of cut everybody from the team and they had no funding and all sorts of stuff so they just pulled together this ragtag team of whatever <laughs> and 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 the starting quarterback was scott bacula i don't know if you know that name or no nope. um but he's actor whatever and they brought him in and he was like in his late 30s early 40s or something like that and they brought him in to play for this college team and took him to a championship and whatever it was it was a pretty uh it was a fun movie um and uh yeah anyway so uh it, this reminds me a lot of that in, in the fact that he's 49 years old and said fuck it i'm gonna play <laughs> that's awesome i love it yeah yeah it, it's it's pretty great this was a weird news story kind of thing that i found but i also thought it was very kind of cool uh there's a picture of, of him stretching with the rest of the team and he's like super gray hair balding um <laughs> it's, it's i just it's saw just a picture like i said I, I looked up i looked him up so that i could see what he looks like and he's just yeah. bald bald with a beard he just looks like a fucking dad yep yep and and it's what's what's kind of funny is that there's probably a bunch of players on this team that aren't quite 21 yet so he's like probably, a beer. You know, like yeah or he's drink. literally old enough to be their dad yeah like legit 100 yeah <laughs> that's funny so, yeah yeah it's pretty great i laughed at that when i saw it and it's uh like it would almost be one of those things like if there was some way that i could go see it see right live or something like right. that like it'd be for sure like that's that's the kind of that's that's the jersey I would buy <laughs> to wear in support as the the fifty year old dad, <laughs> and yet he's three years older than I am, two years older than I am, so whatever. <laughs> so that makes you uh, about to turn forty eight. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> Bottom. Yeah. Well, what else you got? Well, I, let's let's uh, let's leave it for this for right now. Let's talk a little bit about some football. Um, yeah, we have, we have uh, like NFL, whatever. It's it's early stages still. There's a lot to be determined. The some of the good teams are still good. Some of the bad teams are surprisingly good, like the Giants. Um, yeah, I don't understand what the fuck is going on there. I like to remove my obvious bias from the situation. Why are the Giants good? Or are they just lucky right now? Well, Is yeah. A scenario? It's not like they're blowing out teams. They're winning. You know, it's not like they're putting up 50 points a game. You know, they're just. Yeah. They, I they mean, beat, like what did they, they beat, they beat Green Bay this week. It was like 26 to 21 or something like that. Like it wasn't like an ass kicking by any means. Well, Daniel Jones is not even in the top 20 in passing in the league. 
Daniel Jones is not in the top 20 in passing touchdowns in the league. They have no receivers in the top 20 of the league in yards. They have no receivers in the top 20 for touchdowns in the league. Um, Where's Saquon? I was just going to say, Saquon is second in the league in rushing, so there's that. Miles, so Miles, huh? I kind of Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders, that's crazy. So Chubb is 593 yards, Barkley 533 yards, and then in third is Miles Sanders at 414 yards. That's yeah, a pretty so those gap. two are like so far ahead. I'm sorry, yeah. who was first again? Can you? Oh, Chubb. Chubb, yeah. 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 Who was so, also first like, at touchdowns. Yeah. And Barkley's hasn't had a bunch of touchdowns either like that's the weird thing like no. they're getting they're getting all this production randomly from people he has three touchdowns yeah like it, yeah. it's not but i, I just i look at league leaders I, I look at the best teams in the league right now right like the the buffaloes and the chargers and mm-hmm. like the eagles they all have all of their offensive players are on leaderboards they have mm-hmm. guys on the 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 um defensive leaderboards i mean um like it's just like so, james bradbury for interceptions like it's just do you know james bradbury is like the second most targeted corner in the league right now and he's like he has like the second lowest passer rating against him like he yeah here's <clears throat> here's my thought here's my thought and we've we've both been playing i know that this has absolutely nothing to do with real life football but uh it 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 works so we've both been playing fantasy football for a long time a little bit and we've both experienced those teams that just seem to win when the other team has their worst week yeah right and 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 they they it's it's a false oh they're four and one now after five weeks and it's just that they've got the lowest points against and like a mediocre points for kind of scenario and I feel like this is the Giants. And the Giants are going to turn around. Likely, this will come back and, and yeah. they'll, you know, they'll, they, they'll probably have a better year than people were expecting. And they'll be like a, a 500 team or something like that. But, like, they're not winning the division. And I know right now they're behind. I get it. But they're one, you know, they're, they're one Philadelphia loss behind tied for first place. that's so. the thing is dallas and right? and the giants are four and one the eagles are five it's not like the eagles are walking away with the division right now no 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 they're not at all which is weird to think about the nfc east in that way because it's been the shittiest division in football for a couple of years now and i don't think you can argue that yeah so anyway, um, I wanted to, and I know that we uh, have a little bit of a teaser here. Uh, we have Ainsley coming back on the show in a, in a week or two. Uh, we're going to talk some more CFL football, but I would like to discuss and celebrate the fact that for the second season in a row, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers have just clinched first overall in the Western Division, which means home they game get a bye bye in week one of, uh, of of the CFL playoffs, which are coming up in a couple of weeks, and they get to be right into the the final, the West Final, and get to host it. 
we get to go and sit outside in mid-November. It's a crapshoot if it's going to be minus 30 or minus 2. So Don't really know. Be, yeah, it's... Uh, I've, I've had experiences where I've worn jeans and running shoes and I've had experience where I've worn great big giant snow boots and ski pants. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Could be any number of results, but the cool thing is, is that the good guys uh, have a very direct route to the gray cup again for a possible, like, I think this is dynasty time, right? Like if they win, yeah. the row, you can't, you can't argue this well i mean even at two i think right now is is uh two in a row yeah because it hasn't happened and then they had a really dominant year this year like i i've read so many things saying there's no reason they shouldn't win the great cup this year other than they beat themselves and right and something something like that happens so but my i guess my question is is that do do we put them up there if they win three in a row and whatever, do we start putting them up there with some of the greatest big kind of dynasties of, of all time? I don't know how you don't because the, yeah, I mean, hold on. Like you look at, you even just look at individual players on that team right now. Right. Like it, well, you talk about, you talk about all the league leaders and stuff like that. And that's the crazy thing is like, I don't think, I don't think they've got passing yards shown shown who's in the top three. They've got Kolaros who's leading the league, I think, in passing at this point. Kolaros is, as of today, second in the league in passing Mm -hmm. yards. He has 35 touchdowns. Want to hear what's fucking crazy? Mm -hmm. You know who's second in the league with passing touchdowns? No. Nathan Rourke with 25. And he hasn't hasn't played. Like four weeks? Five, more than that. Yeah. Yeah. He has 35 touch. Then you go down to rushing yards. Brady Oliveira, second in the league, only behind Kadeem Carey, who is a previous NFL running back. Rushing TDs. Neil or, uh, Dakota Prukop is, but there is a bomber on every single right. Dalton Schoen's receptions, receiving targets. Dalton Schoen. Well, total touchdowns in the year, it's shown, right? Receiving like, yards, shown. Touchdowns, shown. Followed by, like, like touchdowns. Dalton shown. Nick Dembski and Rashid Bailey are all in the top 10. You know, yeah. like, it, it's, it's, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's not even, it's not even close. And then they don't even have. Well, and the, and the killer thing is, like, we, we talked about this this week. Um, that there was a possible trade that was going to happen in the last week or two to bring back Kenny Lawler to the Palmers uh, before he got hurt. And but do uh, they need that? He, I mean, do they not? <laughs> do they not? I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, you know, like I, I guess we don't know what's going on <clears throat> behind the scenes with injuries and stuff. We've all read the same articles about the fact that that uh ellingson's close to returning yeah tarski is possibly close to returning um you know like i i could just like it just boggles my mind just thinking about the fact that they've got bailey they've got Demsky, they've got shown that are unbelievably good yeah and and then 
and then there's Ellingson who's going to come back and and he was doing so well. Oh yeah. Until he started getting kind of nicked up and stuff like that. And then they were going to also maybe bring in Lawler. So you add in those two guys of Ellingson and Lawler on that team, like the passing game aspect of things, who do you cover? You know what I find? Who do you double team? You can't, you can't double team. Well, you know what I find quite interesting looking at this leaderboard here is like, is rushing has been utterly pathetic this year. Mm -hmm. There are only going to be 2000 yard rushers in the league. And that's only assuming that Oliveira gets 81 yards in his last game, which is not. Well, there's two games left. And Sorry, two no games. Right. I, I think they only have one game because there's only one home game. Yeah, left. There's, yeah. There's, two, there's games. two games left. Yeah. Most, most of this, most of the teams have three uh, or a big chunk of the teams in the league have three games left. Uh, Winnipeg so, only has two. So you've got. Kadeem He's going to sit. Yeah, he'll sit. Kadeem Carey at 949 yards. Brady Oliveira at 919 yards. James Butler at 809 yards. And then you go all the way down. Fourth in the league in rushing right now has 564 yards. Yeah. Jamal Morrow. That's so bad. And he's also been hurt for a number of years. That's averaging 50. These guys are averaging less than 50 yards a game. Yeah. Frankie has been out for two weeks. Right. Jamal Moore. I feel like that's an yeah. indication of, of the CFL is very much a passing league, and it's been. Oh yeah, for, I mean, yeah, for a number of a number of years. I mean, one less down, it's one less chance to run the ball and all that kind of stuff, and and whatever. So it's always been yeah. a league in which the receivers always had more. But you're right. There's always usually three or four guys that are a thousand yards. Now, I mean, now we're yeah. We're we're how many weeks are we into the NFL season right now? Five, we said, Five. right? We just discussed this. Well, just shut up. So <laughs> Nick Chubb, five weeks yes. into the NFL season, has yes. 593 rushing yards. Jamal Morrow, who is just yeah. finishing a CFL season, has 564. Fourth in the Fourth league. In league. Yeah. 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 So so I mean, Five weeks in, Nick Chubb would be fourth in the fourth in the CFL in rushing. <laughs> I mean, yeah. obviously, there's some some biases, some, big, some differences big here, difference. right? Like, but, yeah, like it, it's kind of one of the like I am a big uh, supporter of the CFL and that it's not as 100%. bad as as people think. And there's a lot of nuances that you know we've seen multiple times NFL players coming up here and not do well. Ricky Williams, who is one of the best running backs ever came up here and was got garbage. picked apart and then Chad and then went back, went back to the nfl and, and did well up the nfl again yeah. so it's like what the well hell? and it's you know system I mean? like, too right like yeah. obviously the ball's going to be thrown more on three down football right like it so no i i, yeah. I get that I, i'm not arguing yeah. that and i don't want to go too deep into cfl here because i know we will with ainsley but could you imagine Nick Chubb running against CFL defenses? Just going to throw that out there. Anyway. Totally. totally. Like, <laughs> imagine DeAndre Hopkins running routes and jumping for balls. Like with That's having right. like yeah. Stefan Diggs having that much room on the field. Like it would just be like. What about Aaron Rodgers having time? Right. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> throwing to like Tyreek Hill on this size of field is disgusting. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
there's there's no defending that I, yeah. I think i saw some random post recently about oh i'd love to see the bombers play against an nfl team in a friendly i'm like no you don't no you they'll don't get, they'll, they'll get fucking destroyed and it won't even be fun. yeah and it, 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 <laughs> yeah like these chris strevler was a fucking superstar and he can barely keep time i mean that's a superstar not necessarily just because of his playing ability but he was a very capable cfl quarterback and he can't even stay on a practice squad right now no no whatever (laughs) the reality of it is is it's a different game there's a very good reason that patrick mahomes makes half a billion dollars and zach kalaros makes five hundred thousand. like you know what i mean like it you know it is what it is five hundred dollars a week (laughs) if you accept if you accept it for what it is and just enjoy yeah. football. I hate all the people like we have we're in fan groups on on Facebook and people are like, oh, the fucking CFL, like it's such a joke. Just shut up and watch football. It's you know? League, yeah. Like, why do you yeah? Okay. If you sit down and you expect to see Patrick Mahomes throw a 70-yard touchdown to Tyreek Hill, who's gonna, you know, blow by Jalen Ramsey and fucking you know what I mean? Like, if you if that's what you're expecting to see, you're not gonna get it, obviously. You know. You're so not, shut the fuck up and watch the football game because it's still football and these guys are fucking amazing athletes. Yeah, and that's why and that's why I love I love every time. It doesn't matter what team they played for, they could play for the friggin' riders. I don't care. <laughs> Anytime a CFL player does well, goes down there and does well, it I, I love it. And I follow, I kind of follow them all. Uh Deont- DeAndre Alford. Dion yeah. is now playing for the uh, Atlanta, Falcons. Atlanta Falcons. He just had his first NFL interception last last week, not this week. That's just finishing up now, but the week before, and it was a game ceiling interception. Yeah, and we saw him do that so many times, and it's great. And yeah, uh, Cam Cam Wake starred for the Miami Dolphins for a number of years, and literally just googling him, there he is. And and Cam Wake was. I, I hated BC. him when he played for BC yeah. for those two years, but he was rookie of the year. Yeah. And then the following year was defensive player of the year. And then he got picked up by the NFL and, and, and the reason that I, for 10 years after. the reason that I pulled him up is to pull up his stats. He is first team, yeah. all pro in the NFL, 2012, mm-hmm. three times, second team, all pro 2010, 14, 16, five time pro bowl, 10, 12, 13, 14, 16, Two-time CFL All-Star, two-time West Division All-Star, two-time CFL Most Outstanding Defensive Player. Like, oh, that's right. He won Rookie of the Year and Most and Outstanding most Defensive of, Player. Exactly. So, and did you ever see the video of him? Uh, they 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 taped a twenty-dollar bill or a hundred-dollar bill to the ceiling of their dressing room and bet him that he couldn't jump and grab it. And he jumped up and grabbed that fucking dollar. That, no, and, I've never seen that, but it doesn't surprise yeah. me. Like, it, and 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 it's not like it's a like I'm looking at my the ceiling in my basement here right now, and he's six three. I, like, it's not like the guy's yeah. six foot ten, but he's a defensive lineman, and right. he's jumping like a mad fool and yeah. pulling money off of the roof without without a without difficulty. It's, he was undrafted. It's a cool video. Yeah, and that's why, and that's and that's what makes this league so much fun is that you get these guys that are still really good but because they went to a small school or they didn't have the stats or they got injured in their final season and they don't get drafted they don't get that video out yeah well they come here and they 
play amazingly well and Dalton shown go down. Dalton shown, unfortunately, I hate to say it, I don't think we're seeing him next year. I, I hope he comes back. I know that there's there's they, they all sign two year deals and all. Yeah, that like stuff, I think but... I, I honestly think he'll be back next year. I, I don't. I think he'll try to go down to the NFL. I mean, he the thing to remember about him. He, he, sorry, go ahead. Go, sorry. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like he he's he's six one, and he's twenty five years old, and he's not. So he's not your tip prototypical NFL receiver and he's and he's still young like I mean six one is not short I guess but like he, no, he's but, he's a Julian so Edelman right yeah here's the thing and and he's not and and uh Jaworski and I have talked about him and and we've talked and we've looked up heights of different players we looked up we talked about CFL equivalents and we looked up uh NFL equivalents and, and whatever else we talked about how He's Cole Beasley. He runs, he runs a really good, like a very, very good route. And yep. so we talked about uh, Weston Dressler. Yeah. Well, he's he's four inches, five inches taller than Weston Dressler. Um, Was Weston we Dressler really about, that short? He's like five seven, five eight. Like he's my height. I have no <laughs> idea not, he was that short. Yeah. No, no, yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't a big guy by any means. Um, and then we talked about Edelman, we talked about Welker, we talked about Amendola, all those kind of smaller slot kind of guys. And I think you're right with, with, um, uh, uh, who you just said, Julian Edelman. No, there's somebody else. It doesn't matter. Um, anyway, Cole Beasley. Um, Beasley, that's it. Um, you know, like those smaller kind of guys that carved out a niche and, and I think what's going to do it, like if he, if he leads the league in touchdown receptions, which it's looking like he's going to, and where did you say he was in total yards? He's first in the league. Is he first right now at this point? Okay. So Shown? yeah, he's first in the league in yards. So if there's he's leading the leagues in, he, yeah, he's, he's leading winning, the league. He's in, winning rookie of the year. There's no question. Right. I don't yeah. see anybody, any other rookie right now that's, that's going to take that from him. If he leads the league in recept in, in receiving yards, which is, He's well on his way to doing that, but they're probably going to sit him, right? Yeah, and Dominique Grimes, Dominique Grimes uh, is not far behind him, and he's not going. He to is, sit. and he has three three games. They're playing for second place and right. hosting that game. Exactly. Whatever. exactly. So yeah, yeah chant. You know, there's there's but, all sorts of stuff you're showing. But if he's in the top three, which he'll probably finish shown. Um, in, in, in the league and receiving yards. And if, I mean, he's three up, I think now on rhymes for touchdowns. Oh, he's four. four. And Nick Dembski is also, and, and Nick Dembski is also tied for second. Yeah. Well, Dembski's also going to be sitting like they're going to be playing a lot of backups over these next couple of weeks. Yeah. He's got four touchdowns on rhymes right now. If, if shown ends up leading leading the league or second in receptions after not playing two games at the end of the season or minimal um and you know second in the league in receiving yards and and all that kind of stuff and he's gonna win rookie of the year he's gonna get looks there's oh there's yeah i mean he's gonna go to camps totally and and there's gonna be there's gonna be teams that are gonna bring him in and the bombers aren't gonna stop him from doing that we've seen no. them do it so many times they're gonna let guys go that I mean, Alfred, like we just talked about, he yeah. is a perfect example. He was, is he related to our other Alfred? Other Alfred? No, I don't think so. That, interesting. Anyway. What other Alfred is there? 
Um, who's the, the guy the Bombers just signed? Traded for? Huh? Not Alfred. No. I'm saying I, I got the, I'm saying the wrong name. Yeah, you absolutely are. Because they just traded for uh not Alfred. <laughs> Alfred. What's his name? What's his name? Oh, that's awful. Uh shit. I don't We're I huge don't fans. Yeah, massive, massive. Uh this is gonna bother me so much. Alden Darby. Alton, that's why I'm like Holy shit! It's, is it ever yeah, Monday? Yeah, it's not. They're not. They're not related. So it's definitely <laughs> the long, the evening of the long weekend. Holy right, crap! Yeah. We're both really tired. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, I'm I'm interested to see where this goes. Uh, they have uh, two. They're they're fifteen and two at this point. If I'm if I'm oh, yeah, right they forgot now. About, yeah, fourteen 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 and two, fourteen and two. Fourteen and two forgot the stupid got... Hamilton. Keep well, it's not. I don't. I don't hate the Hamilton loss because Hamilton played really well, and the Bombers still put up thirty plus points, and they lost. It's the, it's the last second miss on field goals and stuff like that. To yeah, it's the that. text I got from Aaron John, Eric Johnston when they lost too, though. That adds yeah, insult well, to injury. I mean, realistically, we need to accept that because we shit on him a lot over the last couple of years. <laughs> I let the man stay up. I let the man stay at my home, and that's how he repays me. Well, I mean, well. if the roles are reversed, reversed you'd probably do the same thing. Yeah, anyway, probably. Uh, I'm interested to see where this goes. I'm really hoping for, for good things. Uh, we got a home game that we get to watch, and then uh, hopefully uh, Winnipeg wins that, that East, uh, sorry, West final and goes to the Grey Cup in Regina and gets to use the Riders locker room. <laughs> uh, spray champagne all over the inside of that locker room and let's talk quickly about the riders they lost this week to hamilton the suck. aforementioned hamilton because they suck uh they now have two games back to back to finish their season against calgary and they're gonna win the crossover to to... and they're gonna walk through the east and then <laughs> no, not, no no see that that's the thing it's like hamilton needs to win a game one game like one or two like one game i think hamilton needs to win one of their last two games which i think they're playing back to back against ottawa <laughs> and like there's potential that saskatchewan doesn't cross over which Why? is because hamilton will finish they saskatchewan has to have a better overall record they can't tie oh, okay they have to finish with one more win and there's absolute potential that calgary wins out these last two games right and you see where i'm going here and yeah. and then and, and they're then... playing they're playing saskatchewan right saskatchewan's gonna lose those two games <laughs> that'd be the greatest thing like i would love it like we've talked but what about, happens like, if what happens if yeah. the riders do cross over and then mm-hmm. the bombers do play them in the mm-hmm. great cup in saskatchewan mm-hmm. Do the Bombers I, get to go into I, the Riders' dressing room? I really hope so. I really hope that that is the case. My guess is probably not. My my, you know, like the 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 history states is that the you know if if the I mean that would be if fucking West, stupid if, if that's what they did. It would, it would be great though. Could you imagine that Saskatchewan has to go in the visitor locker room in their own? State? Oh, I, I would love every minute of it <laughs> against Winnipeg. Like yes. that'd be fantastic. Like that's just the biggest slap in the face ever. I, I don't want it to happen. To be completely honest, 
I don't want Saskatchewan to go on this some random run where they do that kind of thing because then they're going to be all excited and and happy about themselves, and and I don't want them like last year was the worst. Yeah, with having to play the team you're up against in their building in the yeah in the breakup is like it's no nah, it's I, I I can't I can't handle that shit again. Really I think I've decided to, if the Bombers do go to the Grey Cup, I'm not going to go. Yeah. I, I mean, I went to that one in 2019 only because we had family in Calgary that we could stay with and I didn't have to find a a hotel. And my yeah, I mean, I drove and whatever a hotel dad, my dad and I split one for 60 bucks, whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's nah. more so like rushing over because i'm not gonna have holidays left so i'd have to rush and why the fuck would i spend any extra time in regina so i'm gonna rush over to regina go to the game rush home sit outside when it's minus 30 because it's not like it's a you know bc or toronto gray cup like you're sitting it's fucking cold and shitty my dad and i got lucky you could also just eat a ton of food and be at home like yeah absolutely and we got lucky when we went in 2019 it was actually uh very very nice yeah outside it wasn't cold um i yeah like i i I was quite comfortable there and yet two weeks prior when winnipeg was in calgary to win in the semi-final the west semi-final it was frigid well we're gonna go like the West final in Winnipeg is going to be <clears throat> November 13th or something like that. I think Yeah, it's going to yeah, be fucking it, cold. It there's well, and that's the, and that's the weird thing, right? It's like, there's potential that it's going to be minus 25, but there's also potential that it's going to be minus five. Yeah. Well, for sure. And it's not going to be that bad. So who knows? I I've experienced it all. Um, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it and we'll leave it at that. We'll talk well, more CFL. And I want to, I'm going to tell you, why I was wanting to watch the football game. I am playing right now. I have Patrick Mahomes and I have Dan Carlson. Okay. And I was going into this game basically tied with my friend Rylan. Okay. Who has not oh sorry he's won one game he's one and three um he had Derek Carr and Josh Jacobs and I am currently winning 112 to 105. Okay. And there is one quarter left in this football game because Patrick Mahomes just keeps throwing touchdowns to Travis Kelsey. Three touchdowns all to all to Travis Kelsey. That's pretty great. It's very stressful. However, resurgence of Josh Jacobs. He had 28 carries for 144 yards and two touchdowns last week. He currently has 17 carries for 132 yards and a touchdown this week. You think he's playing for a contract or what? Yeah, I don't see him being with the Raiders next season. But... Well, he, they've already not extended it. Like, they didn't pick up his option. So, yeah. yeah. <sighs> Anyways. Anyway. Um, so, um, have you ever gone to a concert and snuck something in? Or, or, a, or this is a bad segue. I know we just talked about football and whatever else. I want to talk about something else altogether. Have you ever gone into somewhere 
a, a concert, a movie, and snuck in food or oh yeah drink or or something oh yeah you smuggled you smuggled something in typically in my significant other's purse right have you ever been caught no no okay so <laughs> this this article is recent but the offense happened like four years ago so i didn't think that in the states it took this long to prosecute, <laughs> but maybe given the circumstance. <laughs> so uh, there's there's a gentleman uh, uh, from New York City, from uh, I believe Queens, if I remember. Yes, he's from Queens. His name is Calvin, and, and don't don't Google him or anything yet because I want this to be a surprise for you. Calvin Batista, Bautista, 36 years old. He was caught doing some smuggling at the U.S.-Canadian border coming into the US from Canada. I'm not quite sure how this worked, but he got caught smuggling something in his pants. And now he uh, yeah, he's he's going to he's he uh, the charge that he has of the smuggling uh, carries a potential for a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison and a fine as high as $250,000. Can you take a guess? Give me three random wild, like we're not talking drugs. I will take away drugs and alcohol from this mix for you. Give me three guesses as to what you think this gentleman tried to smuggle into the United States from Canada. Go. Dildos. That would be illegal. That would be illegal. Like, I mean, yeah, it's not going to be fucking donuts and maple syrup. It's not going to be that. Um, that would be illegal. Mm-hmm. Some sort of animal. Okay. Snakes. Okay. So I will stop you there because you are absolutely correct. <laughs> He's got he snakes in his pants. Smuggled three, and I don't, I'm assuming they're small, three Burmese pythons <laughs> in his pants. They're in his pants. They were all in his pants? They were in his pants <laughs> somehow or another. He was on a bus. <laughs> and what? yeah, 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 yeah. What Charged are you doing here, people? Three Burmese pythons in his pants at a US Canadian border, accused of bringing the hidden snakes on a bus that crossed into northern New York on July 15th, 2018. Importation of Burmese pythons is regulated by an international treaty and by federal regulations listing them as injurious to human beings. What are we doing here, people? Yeah. One of the world's largest snakes and considered to be vulnerable species in its native Asia and is invasive in Florida. That's been a thing. I remember hearing that and reading about that many years ago, that in Florida they have like annual hunts and stuff or it's just like if you can find one of these snakes and you kill it like that's good you just bring it to wildlife or because they just the have so many of them because people will get them and then let them go and then they've oh. they've taken over and they're just not cool so oh, that's yeah not- so this guy had three <laughs> three pythons in his pants which you know it's like hey, two baby. snakes <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 
<laughs> is that a snake in your pants or in your pocket? Or are you just happy to see me? Both. Anyway, that's uh, that's pretty amazing. Um, I I don't I don't know what to say about this next one. Uh, oh, again, it's a U.S. Customs and Border Protection. This time we are on the. Uh, at the Laredo Columbia Solidarity International Bridge that's located on the US Mexico border, connecting Laredo, Texas, over the Rio Grande with the Mexican state of Nuevo Leon. So, obviously, we're talking drugs. Obviously. And we are talking cocaine. Cocaine. Talking a fuck ton of cocaine is the. How much cocaine was it? They discovered more than 1,500 pounds of cocaine in, in a big semi-truck trailer kind of unit that they pulled over. And it's what 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 they were these these drugs were hidden in is what makes me laugh about this. Because again, you probably never think about it, but there we go. Can you take a guess? how much the street value of 1500 pounds of cocaine would be just take a guess what if what happens if i get it on the first try though did you google it and cheat no well then you're two for two because you got the snakes pretty quick yeah but i have to get something right you can have you can have a, a quality high five from me 36 million dollars Okay, so not that high. Okay. You're not you're not that you're not that close. It's the amount the estimated street value of this amount is 11.8 million dollars. For you know 15 what? 1500 pounds and and uh I don't, I don't know if I can if you'll be able to see it. But let's see if this will work. Come on. Oh my God, that's so much. There's there's a picture, uh, poor for an audio medium that maybe someday will come up on someday. YouTube. I promise. So, what were these bricks of cocaine hidden in? Babies. Not babies, but you're not far off. What? You're really not far off. How can I not <laughs> so funny. Off? That's so funny. They were hidden in baby wipe containers. <laughs> People are so fucked. <laughs> but again, like how how like in, inconspicuous is that? Like that's that's like it's, well, it's obviously not inconspicuous enough. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's not. Yeah, it's it's it, it could be. How did they catch them? Uh, it just they it it just somebody said, "Hey, let's take a look and 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 look at this thing." And let me just. Uh, Stop track trailer bringing in shipment of baby wipes for a secondary inspection. Following the inspection, drug sniffing dogs made the discovery of what CBP described as 1,935 packages of cocaine totaling 1,532 pounds. That's insane. That's a lot of coke, man. 
Do you think? Do you think like the cartel that sent this down there was like, oh man, I got a great, a great idea. This is never gonna get caught. Someone, I mean, someone had a good <laughs> idea. That there's something that they thought was a good idea. Oh goddamn! Yeah. So, fifteen hundred pounds of dear Colombian cocaina. Cocaina. Um, I want to talk about. Wait, do you have more yep. stories? I do have one more, but it's it's not anything that I'm really going to go too crazy about and ask you a bunch of questions. Uh, we're going to talk about the giant Cheeto, uh, the giant Cheeto statue. What? In Alberta. Oh, Did that's not, not this? very Albertan. No, but it sounds like something <laughs> would be in Alberta. So there's a there's a town there's a town uh, just on the outskirts of Calgary. Uh, but uh, it's it's a small small town. Eighty eight like. 80 to 100 people like it's a hamlet they call it huh. just out, just east of calgary called cheadle okay like don like don cheadle okay that's how it's spelled yeah um that they put up uh <laughs> a statue that is five meters tall i believe of uh like a hand holding a Cheeto. So the <laughs> the, the okay, oh, so God, Alberta, and and the great it's a five meter tall statue installed in an empty field on the outskirts of Cheeto, Alberta, a small hamlet, roughly uh, of roughly eighty people, just east of Calgary. Sculpture was funded in full by PepsiCo, who are the owners of the Cheetos brand, who said in a press statement that the unconventional figure summarized the mischievous fun endemic to the product uh cheetle was chosen due to its name being a homonym for cheetle c-h-e-e-t-l-e the trademarked word referring to the orange residue that accumulates on your fingers when consuming cheetos and (laughs) you're right (laughs) oh my god it looks like a big cheeto dick oh my god it's what and there's orange dust on the fingers holding the oh i'm so embarrassed there we go (laughs) oh i can't believe you didn't hear about this this is like like i don't want to say it's old news but this is like something that i heard so like a small town it's so small town alberta it hurts well, it's just like, can you just picture them Canada. sitting around? Can you just picture them sitting around like a like a town hall meeting and be like, okay, we need a statue. Yeah. You know, but uh it's not gonna be like but a regular, think, it's not gonna be a regular do you, statue. Hear do you me think out. That Pepsi, do you think that PepsiCo came to them and said, Hey, your town sounds your, like this? Your town could really use um two fingers holding a Cheeto with Cheeto three, dust three. all over it's, them. It's it's three fingers. Come on, let's be honest. You can't see the third one. It's behind. <laughs> yeah, the third one's stuck somewhere else. I got, I got nothing for that. That's so... You say small town Canada. I say small town Alberta. Well, it does say... Al- the, the, the beginning, it's a national post. So that's one of the two national newspapers of Canada for our yeah. non-Canadian listener. <laughs> listener. <laughs> on purpose non-canadian uh, it says alberta the land of giant pisankas giant pierogies and giant kielbasa now has a giant cheeto 
Who's our other uh, national newspaper, Elliot? Globe and Mail. Oh, wow. He's a real Canadian. Come on. Come on. Come on. Proud of you. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, so that's my that's my uh, that's my stories for the week. I got nothing else for you. Uh, I thought they were all good. They're all fun. We laughed. Don't hide snakes in your pants and try to cross the border. I hide a snake in my pants every day. That, is that funny? Well, <laughs> good thing my wife doesn't listen to this. She can't argue. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a baby snake. Maybe. <laughs> like, oh boy. Um, maybe a garter snake um rylan just texted me you have 16 points from your kicker i hate you (laughs) no um i don't know how far we want to go into hockey here because i know we've got an episode planned for that coming up we do but i wanted to discuss the the image that i sent you yeah that's why i was that's where you wanted to go yeah so i found uh online today uh, I, I don't know what news site it was. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. But this was a listing of the top 30 goalies heading into this current season. And it's funny because there's, are there 32 teams in the league now or 30? No, there's yeah, this there. is the confusing part of this list. There's 30. There's 30. I think there's 30. There's not any more than that now. I'm pretty sure. No, I wasn't I'm pretty sure. Didn't Seattle just make it? Even, I'm pretty sure. 32. Is it 32? Okay. Yeah, it was 31, and then Seattle. Oh, it's you know what? I was thinking about looking at baseball and stuff, and I think they're at 30. Anyway, so, yeah, there's 32 teams, and I've noticed that... Like, Multiple teams list, have two goalies, and yeah, some Boston's teams have got none. Two, Islanders got two. Uh, Montreal's got one, and that one goalie is not actually playing. <laughs> the Kings have two. Yeah. So... And, and, Who's... So it's it's kind of interesting. So uh, number one is Igor Shosturkin, hands down. Sense, given one and two are inter- one and two are interchangeable. Yeah. So my comment to you when I sent this is like I get so Carey Price is the Canadians goalie that I was mentioning, and he is number twenty four on this list. Now I understand why he's so low because he hasn't played, he's been injured, and all that kind of stuff, but. I mean, we're we're a year, two years r- removed from him picking up the entire team and carrying them to a Stanley Cup final. Yeah, I mean, he's a and, top ten, and and, our, sure. and 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 he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't think there's any question about no, that. Yeah, uh, arguably the best goalie on the planet for a number of years, fifteen years now. <laughs> and 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 my thoughts are if he was healthy, he, and I said to you, he's in the top five, if not the top three. Right. Do you uh, agree? Do you agree or disagree with that? Not the top three. Uh, he doesn't right beat out now UC today, Saros? healthy today. He's he doesn't not, beat out UC Saros. No, nor does that, no. nor do I think he beats Connor Hellebuck. Okay. I also, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I would put him in the top 10 because I think he's better than Demko, Kemper, Sorokin. I don't know, though, because I think that Anderson, Markstrom, and Yari are all potentially better than him. Today, we're having this conversation five years ago. He's top three. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's so 
and and we also love to shit on Toronto any chance we get. There are no Toronto Maple Leaf goalies on this list. Of no, there, there isn't. And I find it interesting, too, that Ottawa has Anton Forsberg on here. And I understand that um, Cam Talbot is hurt, but Cam Talbot is their starting goalie. And he's out for about four weeks. And Carey Price is on this list, and he's potentially not playing all year. So, like, what Carey is Price this is list? potentially not playing ever again? I don't think Carey Price will play ever again. Unfortunately, yeah. I th- I think yeah. that he's um, I think he's done. But like, who who like, I mean, <laughs> they have Matt Murray in Toronto, who yeah, you know we can we can hate on i mean i can hate on him because he was the sens goalie for however many for how many years and he was horrible but he well one one year no it was wasn't, wasn't just last year it was two or three i think okay maybe it felt i didn't, like, think, it was that, I didn't it, think it was that long i thought it was only one maybe it felt like way longer <laughs> <laughs> he's even in pittsburgh for he went back to back day. stanley cups yeah. like he was really good and then the decided not to be it, it's it this is just a very interesting list um two years two years yeah uh it's i, I 28 yeah, like like i don't even know who this jake o- odinger odinger oh in, i mean he was a in dallas. fucking stud for dallas like i like i, I just just like i'd argue that, he, that don't. i'd like argue robin that. laner robin laner's on this list at number 14 he, who's a sick goalie? I mean, he's a, he's a Vesna yeah, candidate. He's also, he's also he's not playing he's not again. Play at all this right. year, I think. Oh my God! Him. Patrick Mahomes just threw another touchdown to Travis Kelsey. Oh my Lord! So you're gonna win, John. Gibson. So it's 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 a very interesting list. There's a lot of names that we all recognize and whatever else. But again, it's like, but it's it's I, weird, I don't though, I don't because... think they should even put Carey Price on this list. To be completely honest, no. and me being a Canadians fan, he doesn't belong on it because he's not playing no and i i love how they've got but if you're gonna put him on the list he can't be 24 but also why don't you just rank the 32 starting goalies in the league yeah that to me because jake Jake allen's gonna be number 28 (laughs) i also didn't realize that james reimer was still playing oh yeah (laughs) apparently he's starting um But like Ilya Sorokin and Simeon Varlamov, like pick yeah. one. Elvis Merzlikens to me is a, a higher is higher than that. John Gibson is higher than that. Sergei Bobrovsky has just been an underwhelmingly mediocre goalie since he moved to Florida. Anton Forsberg is not really the starting goalie. I don't know how you start Anton Forsberg over James Reimer when Anton Forsberg hasn't even played really. Carter Hart is a very good goalie on a very bad team. Like it's a very, it's a very weird list. I, I don't know. It's a weird list. And like Carolina has two. Like and and like Frederick Anderson was god awful in Toronto and has been functional in Carolina, in my opinion. Oh, he's been out. He was outstanding in Carolina. Yeah, I don't know. It just, it just, it just like, I, it's not I'm, I'm just stuck. I, and I know, and I know it's my, it's my allegiances 
clouding my judgment here at this point in time. I'm just stuck on Carey Price being on this list in the first place. And if you're going to put him on the list, he needs to be higher. Well, and that's the, yeah. Like if you were, there's a lot of goalies on this list. Like he should at least be in on the left-hand column of this, which is the top 15. He should at least be there. If you're going to put him on this list, you don't put him at 24. Well, if you're putting him on this list, you're not, you're not you're assuming he's current. Playing. Yeah, you're not ranking current goalies. Yeah, you're assuming he's playing. You're assuming he's healthy. Then again, so if you're putting him five. on this list, your list, you're saying every single goalie in the NHL is healthy and starting because Robin Lanner's there. Well, Carey Price is yeah. a better goalie. If 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 those are the standards, Carey Price is a better goalie than Robin Lanner. So yeah. what what are we looking at? So here? that moves that moves Carey Price to at least 14 on this list. Well, Carey Price is that's where right now healthy Lander. in the league. Carey Price is a top 10 goalie. I and I will argue top five. I think he's better than Anderson, better than Demko, better than Markstrom, better than Kemper. Yes, that's yeah. Than Jerry, there's your the other. There's your top. There's the other five of the top ten. So then he's not top five. Better so than Sorokin. Better than Sorokin. I'd no, say no. He's not better than Anderson. He's not better than Markstrom. He's better than Kemper. He's better than Demko. If you really want to say he's better than Sorokin. But he's not better than Shesterkin, Vasilevsky, Saros, Hellebuck. He's not better than Anderson. He's not better than Markstrom. I don't know. Maybe top know. 10 to top 5. When was the last the reality time that, when is the last time that Connor Hellebuck brought the Jets to the Stanley Cup? Well, thank, thank you, you for listening to this episode. Of, I, I uh, mean, Connor, Connor, that's that's Connor Hellebuck is far from the problem. Everyone last year was like, "Oh, uh, what's his name is so much better." Get Hellebuck out of there! Duh, duh. Like, fuck off! You don't like. Yeah, I just it's it's a it's a weird list. I saw it and I knew that we'd have a good argument conversation. I almost am disappointed that we didn't save this for Nate. Because <laughs> you know who else is in? Oh no, there is Flurry's in here. I was gonna say there's no Wild, but there is uh, Flurry is in there. Yeah, and also like Mark Andre Flurry, like if you've got him at number thirteen, that's that's just lifetime memories. Well, of I, how how he's played in his lifetime, and and if we're doing that again, Carey Price has outside of the Stanley Cup win. I don't agree with that. Mark Andre Fleury is still a current starting goalie in the league and still very good. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. It just I, I again if I go back to that that run that Montreal had, he did not play well in that series at all against Montreal. He had probably no. arguably the worst giveaway since him banking in a clearing attempt off an American in world True. juniors. True. So like it's, it's, I, I still think that Carey price is, 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 is definitely better than flurry. True. True. Outside of, and I mean, flurry won cups. Yes, absolutely. He did. Who's playing on his team <laughs> when he won those cups. Crosby, nobody, nobody. You want to keep going on this? I think it wasn't <laughs> wasn't Kessel playing there at that point in time. Cheeseburger Eddie, Phil Thrill, uh, Hot Dog Boy. Yeah, right. Like, there's so many. Like, yeah, there's there's no reason, but yeah. Anyway, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> We're good. 
<laughs> I don't want to end up like, yeah. Anyway. Uh, you know what's funny? Mm. Devontae Adams started the game off with like a 50-something yard touchdown. I had 12 points off him off one catch. He's got w- one catch since then. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't look like the best run- wide receiver in the league without Aaron Rodgers. No. That's for show. That's hilarious that Travis Kelsey has four touchdowns, but only on, 25 total yards. On four catches. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Yeah, Adam says two receptions for 76 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Kelsey has 30, started, started exactly 30 points. That's so funny. Eight targets That's... for seven catches, 25 yards, and four touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> four out of his seven catches have been touchdowns. That's fucking funny. Uh, are we done or what? Yeah, man. I think uh, I think we're good. Uh, I think next week... Uh, you guys will have more exciting week. stuff to listen to next just to, Well... Possibly, I mean, probably no slight against, no slight, <laughs> no slight against our, our expected guest next week. We haven't fully firmed him up, but uh, expecting to have Nate come on and we'll talk some more hockey. And uh, we're just getting into the season starting. I know that there's been two games played between the Sharks and the Predators that actually count towards season standing, yeah. but I don't think I don't think games really start until tomorrow, if I'm correct. So we've nope. got the uh, the beginning of, uh, of 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 hockey coming in, so we're gonna have Nate come on and we'll talk some hockey, see what he thinks about the prospects of his Minnesota Wild. Um, I will start my hope for tank for Connor Bedard for Montreal. Yeah, because without without Carey Price, as we've been talking about, I don't think they do well. They've got a good team. They've got some good players. Well, they're young, right? They're young. But I drafted Slavkovsky in what in my fantasy hockey league. Hmm. I mean, I figure he's good for forty points this year. Hopefully, more. I mean, the guy plays like he's good for forty goals, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. But again, you know, whatever. Um, guys yeah, that we'll come talk. to Europe translate a lot quicker because they're playing full-grown fucking men over there. And he's also built like a full-grown That's man That's what I mean. Yeah. Oh, look. He's, he's a very large person. Derek Carr to Devontae Adams, 48-yard touchdown. Just happened? Nice. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. That's not good for me. Holy fuck. Hold on. <laughs> oh. Okay. No, I'm still okay. that's amazing so yeah so that's uh that's next week is going to be nate week after that is going to be ainsley with any luck so we've got some guests coming in again and we're hopefully going to be back uh on a more regular basis as long as blake does some shut up which remains to be seen there is there is you know who knows uh maybe this episode and the next two episodes Join the Jay and Jan episode. Of- Speaking of Jan, something just happened. Remember how I just said Devontae Adams caught a 48 yard? So going into this game, I was down by like 28 points or something like that against Jan. Yeah. And you have I, Adams. 
I'm now down a point and a half with four minutes left. <laughs> oh my god. That was like last week again. I'm undefeated. Week. I'm undefeated in that league too. Well, I don't know. Gotta hope he, he had he had Derrick Henry, right? And he had the New England defense. So he had 26 points from Derrick Henry alone. That's crazy. Yeah. Anyways, I had zero points for my tight end, and I had one point because I forgot to take out um, Khalil Herbert. Ooh, yep. Yeah. Now, my option, my other alternative was uh, Antonio Gibson, who had 5.4 points. So, but that yeah, four points point. right now is what could make make or break this game. Yeah. So, anyways. All right. This has been another episode of Geezer and the Kid. We'll just uh, say it singular until, until Mr. Clark comes back. Geezer and the Kid, Geezer's and the Kid. Uh, we'll talk with you next week. Bye. Peace.